for a quote of the day. I hope I shall possess firmness and virtue enough to maintain what I consider the most enviable of all titles, the character of an honest man. That's by George Washington. This episode is going to be a recap episode of our program. We started off with health and the aspects of physical, mental, and spiritual. Then we moved on to wealth and the aspects of past, present, and future. And lastly, we covered purpose in defining, redefining, and moving. For physical health, we had physical programming, food and fuel, and rest and recovery. For mental health, we had mindset, motivation, and personalization. For spiritual health, we had defining, your practices, and sensing. Then moving on to wealth, starting with past wealth, we had management, habits, and influences. For present wealth, we had education, skills, and preparedness. For future wealth, we then had practicality, potential, and pathway. We define purpose by why, how, and when. Redefining purpose included who, what, and where. And moving with purpose, we had planning, actioning, and refining. Try revisiting and applying these concepts throughout your daily routines and see where you can make your improvements. Military transitions are not easy, but we are confident that you can grow and will thrive throughout your transition. This process is a personal journey, but know that you're never alone, as many others have and will move forward on the path that you create. We hope this program can assist you in your journey, and we are looking forward to your future accomplishments. Thank you for your service. Wishing you health, wealth, and purpose. And now here's some messages from our listeners. Hey, Jason. Uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to do this. My name is George Lemur. And uh, I separated from service on the 31st of October, 2021. I'd like to take a couple of moments to discuss transition in terms of the principles that I applied, the planning factors that I used to affect my transition, and then uh, some of the lessons learned and what I could have done better so that you can improve on my model. Um, and, uh, and, and find yourself doing something that is meaningful and important um, that, that you enjoy. So first, um, I applied two principles throughout the process. And the first was purpose. And this was a screener, mostly, to ensure that I wasn't awed uh, by compensation offers and I chose to do something that mattered to me. Um, and that had an intrinsic that had intrinsic value to me as a, as a person, um, but that would also, um, you know, uh, benefit society in some real way. And the second um, principle I applied was optionality, choosing uh, to to create a number of pathways with optimal outcomes. Um, and what I found was that you know getting one good outcome. Um, generally created additional positive outcomes, and you could you could kind of breed your uh, your options until you um, until you had the you know this this ecosystem uh, that allowed you to make a decision uh, at your pace and time, um, and that's 
and that optionality, you know, optionality is a principle, but it's also an effect, um, and it's and it's an effect or outcome of the hard work uh, that you apply throughout the transition process. So, what does that what does that hard work look like? Um, well, it uh, it first looks like some pretty rigorous planning. And I'd recommend use actually making a plan using an Excel sheet, a calendar, or a whiteboard. Um, mark out where you are, take an inventory of the amount of time that you have, um, your financial resources to affect that transition, and whether you, you need whether you need more um, by budgeting, saving, um, or uh, or you know whether whether you've got enough time to go on whether you'd go on on a deployment before and whether you need to ensure that that money is saved in a separate account um, to protect your transition so take stock where you are take stock of your resources um, and then figure out what you want to do i'll say that every service member has the post 9-11 gi bill and therefore every service member should be applying to some kind of program so they have that as an option to exercise when they transition from service if all of their options fail. For many, this will be the primary option, but I would argue that even for them, once this is secured, they should be looking for additional opportunities. The other important consideration is um, the your veteran affairs disability percentage. Um, as early as possible, ensure that you are reviewing your medical records, that you're documenting any issues, that you're getting seen by specialists for these issues, that you're receiving diagnoses, and then um, that and you're receiving care. Uh, if there's anything really serious or dramatic, that's it's that's important to, to document so that you can be um, so that you can potentially be me- medically retired. So then you uh, ensure that you work with a veteran service organization uh, to package this for, for the VA um, and, uh, and make sure you get all your paperwork in about six to nine months ahead of separation so that you have your uh, compensation checks coming when you actually separate. Ensure that you know your transition assistance program timeline and that you've built a sufficient relationship with those folks at your post so they can help you through the process and they can help you get any Get into any programs um, that are that are useful, like the career skills program. Um, if those folks are pulling for you, they can help influence your chain of command and get you the opportunity to get that permissive TDY to go work in an unpaid internship for six months. All right, so some of uh, so so those are some of the planning factors um, that are involved. The most important one I, I'd, I'd reiterate is time. The second one. Um, is your bandwidth. Um, so how much attention do you have to give to a given task? Um, if your unit is going to work you to the bone up until the last minute, then you need to create time um, to prepare for you know any exams or certification tests that you need before you get out um, or to complete your applications uh, to, to, to school so that you have that option. Um, and so it's just know your environment and you know, prepare adequately. Um, in all cases, it's important that you in- enforce rigorous discipline on yourself during this period. One, to demonstrate that you can you can be intrinsically motivated, and two, um, to ensure that you get everything done that you have to. If you're like me, you're going to pick you know a million things that you need to get done before you separate from service, and this is this is definitely the wrong approach. Pick a couple of things that you're going to knock out of the park. Um, and then err on the side of having more free time than less. All right, so um, 
less like some of the, some some of the lessons that I that I learned in this process. One, um, absolutely swing for the fences on your, the school that you apply to, regardless of your ed- educational pedigree. To that point, um, I have seen uh, Green Berets that have not gone to college get into you know um, Harvard. Um, uh, I've seen a number of folks get into some of the top graduate schools coming coming out of the military, get, get into the top graduate schools in the country. Um, this stuff's all open to you. Uh, it's just a question of the effort you're willing to put in and how and and how much um, you're willing to you know go out there and find the answers that you need, build the relationships that you need um, in order to get into these uh, to get to get into the institution of your choice. If you're if you're more interested in getting a professional a professional or trade degree, those programs are out there as well. But the same principles apply. Um, you need to you know package yourself and your story well, build relationships to get the the knowledge that you need to communicate that story in the right way to the people who need to bring you into those programs, um, and then you know rigorously um, pursue the highest possible you know scores on whatever the validating tests are in order to get in. Um, so once you've secured your option, your educational option, that's great. Pat yourself on the back, uh, maybe take, take the weekend off, and, and then immediately get started on setting yourself up for the best possible career skills program, um, uh, the, the best possible CSP experience that you can have. Now, CSP, by definition, is a six-month, uh, up to six-month unpaid internship, and then you're, that you get receive P, uh, permissive TDY to complete um, from your unit. You can kind of there. There is room for flexibility there, depending on your um, what, what your unit's willing to help you out with, um, and that's mostly up to you and up to your ability to um, to to set that program up one on one between you and the company that you're going to go work for, um, and then you and your command uh, kind of um, ensuring that they give you the permission to go and uh, and 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 be uh, permissive TDY during that time. CSP is a great way to build domain knowledge. It's a great way to build a relationship um, with a with a company for potential hiring, and it's a great way to test whether or not you actually like or want to do something, or you, whether or not you're actually interested in, an, in a given industry. Um, so it's it's really an indispensable part of the process that I recommend anyone do. And even if you get into you know the, your dream program, well that's just, that's great, but that's also an opportunity for you then to take that and use that in, 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 to get into your dream CSP. Um, and if nothing else, you know, go work for a friend that's got a startup and uh, and just and, and have fun during that time. So once you've got a couple options in hand, um, I would encourage one to at that point not ju- not stop, but continue to look at um, the you know veteran networks uh, that are that are out there that are interested in helping folks um, and, and helping folks uh, find um, you know meaningful work outside of the military. There's a whole bunch of, of uh, veteran organizations that help you do this, um, and a lot of them uh, do, do a pretty good job of, of promoting themselves. Um, one thing that is that is oftentimes overlooked is the value of volunteer work um, and charity. And so, if you have the opportunity to, you know, during your career spell, uh, skills program, it's useful to get involved with some volunteer work and to get involved with some charitable organizations 
particularly those that have a nexus with uh, either the academic program you're pursuing or the school that you're you want to go to or um, in the with the industry that you're uh, that you're looking to get into and this could meet this could be if you're trying to go to law school working at a legal clinic or if you're trying to you know be a practicing lawyer afterward um, working at a legal clinic or this could be you know working um, with a uh, uh, with a pro- program um, that helps uh, disadvantaged youth, you know, applying your example and your leadership uh, to help uh, to help fo- kids that are coming from you know rough backgrounds uh, improve their their lot in life. And what this does, besides you know improving uh, your resume and demonstrating that you have this, a, a more kind of diverse background, is it shows that you're ready for leadership um, in the civilian world and that you care about. Um, continuing uh, to serve. And then these are also great opportunities to build meaningful relationships um, with folks from a wide variety of backgrounds um, that could potentially lead to, you know, you finding the work that you really want to do. Um, I'll just do, I'll just make one more comment on domain knowledge. It is the currency um, it is it is really the currency of the world, and it's the currency of the of kind of the the information era. Um, it doesn't matter how well connected you are, or it matters less how well connected you you are, and it matters more how the, about the quality of your domain knowledge and your ability to turn that into something productive. And this is this trend is only going to increase, and so. If there's a field that you want to get into that has requisite domain knowledge, you need to do everything in your power well in, in uniform, and then as you transition, uh, in order to gain that domain knowledge. Fortunately, we've never seen a time in history when information was more accessible. It's just a question of you having the discipline and will um, to go out and get it. Um, if you want to be involved in the tech industry, you need some background in technology. If you'd like to be involved in, you know, um, uh, heavy industrials, you probably need some form of engineering background. Um, this does not necessarily mean that you need a formal degree. Um, what it doesn't mean is that you you need to be able to speak intelligently and functionally on any you know given subject. Um, and so, you know, rigorously searching uh, podcasts and YouTube to gain a baseline understanding. Um, Getting the books that you need, you know, going to the library, checking stuff out, sp- spending the, the hours and days that are required to gain the ba- a baseline understanding on which to build domain knowledge is so incredibly important. And also leveraging your career skills program to build that build complementary do- domain knowledge uh, is a you know critical portion of this process. Um, so I recommend uh, I, I can't uh, stress enough how important that is. Um, although it should be tertiary after your after securing your your option to go to school um, and after securing a quality uh, career skills program, um, but then uh, but then you should be looking specifically to to, to, to develop and refine domain knowledge. So to, cre- to critique myself in my own uh, transition process. I think that I leveraged my networks extraordinarily well, and the outcome was uh, probably the most optimal outcome that I that I uh, could have achieved. I got into the school that I wanted, um, deferred, and then joined uh, an early stage startup that is building uh, technology um, that I think uh, and that we we fundamentally believe is uh, indispensable uh, to the cause of human freedom. Um, and so I wake up every day energized to go build something important. Um, for 
you, for for anyone, you know, that's, you know, the, like, that's what, you know, I hope, I hope you find. Um, what I could have done better in this, in, in this process, I think, um, is one cataloging it, uh, so I could communicate to other folks. So I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, that Jason's making an effort to, um, to disseminate these lessons. Well, um, I could have done a better job of leveraging the military mentorship networks that exist. Um, I just, you know, I, I didn't do that because I had other opportunities and limited bandwidth. Um, and then I think I could have optimized my career skills program and veteran affairs uh, uh, completion timelines much, much better. Um, I should have started career skills program in, uh, in January. I didn't start it till May. Um, this resulted in a little bit of a rush departure from my final post uh, that could have been much more smooth and I think would have, uh, would have been a little bit more settling. Um, as far as the Veterans Affairs stuff uh, went, I recommend starting it early because I did not. Um, I had, I believed that I had better documentation than I did, um, and I am still, after separation, trying to, to make sure that, um, that we get the, the appropriate uh, documentation for that. And so, you know, if you want to avoid that, um, if you want to avoid that sort of situation, yeah, you need to start, start as early as possible. Um, so... That's um, that's a little bit about me. Uh, if you're interested in kind of learning more or you know volleying back and forth, um, I you know you can reach out to me on Twitter um, at GM Lemur. I respond to uh, uh, to direct messages, um, and I'm also available at George at the Redline Club. Um, that's my email to Proton Mail. Um, so feel free to reach out at either of those addresses, and I'm happy to answer questions. Um, if I'm interacting with you and we have a you know a useful exchange, I'll probably push that out um, to, for, for wider distribution. So um, thanks everyone uh, for listening and thanks Jason for the opportunity. Have a nice night. Thank you for joining us on our 13th episode. This concludes season one. Please check out our Instagram page at health.wealth.purpose and be on the lookout for season two. Please join us every Thursday for dialogue and discussion. You can reach us at myhwp.org. We have our contact information, health, wealth, and purpose guidelines, Q&A forms, and reference materials to assist you in your journey. Please reach out at any time. We look forward to supporting your balance. All content shared on this podcast is personal in nature and is not meant to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have serious concerns or emergencies, please reach out and contact your provider. Mm-hmm.